Alright, I'm Helen Wilgo and you're listening to the King Inc. Podcast. King Inc. is Sunderland's monthly spoken word in poetry night. You'll find us at Pop Rex every month. Let's crack on. An Education by Helen Wilgo She is an anomaly in her family. Her eyes are brightly buried in books, handwriting uncannily. Looking at the data, her target is high, but she's never been one for just getting by. She lets fly her ideas. Sometimes rolled eyes emerge from her peers, which is one of the many reasons I stand a corner. They're all my bends. Some days, though, watching one grow makes you sparkle in your chest. If you asked me why, I would theorise that school is a safe place, that school gives her brain space, so when faced with a lockdown... Remote learning is remote. Her island has shrunk to the size of her mind. She has fallen behind her potential. A Wi-Fi connection and laptop, essential. Her mother, though proud, is drowned by the needs of her brother. I dream of chocolate, and my name's Aaron Wright. I dream of chocolate, sausage and egg, a fish finger sandwich with crusty white bread... Yolk that's so runny with lashings of sauce. You know, it sounds funny, but I could eat me a horse. Dieting hard, losing weight by the pound. Shifting the lard, I'm gaining good ground. But nothing can stop my hunger for sweets. I'm caught in the hop with those sugary treats. Do you know what I miss? Mountains of stodge, stuff that tastes bliss. And piles on the podge. Sugar and cake are things that I crave. These things, they make my mind misbehave. And making you slim makes things a misery. Life in the gym can be so derisory. So, closing my eyes, I think of the scran. Makes me realise I miss pies and flan. Gone are the days of stuffing my face with pizzas and pasties and massive cream cakes. I really do learn for that daily gorge. Take my turn to be Georgie Porge. Dumplings are scrumptious, no more do-gooding. Appetites rambunctious, get me to a pudding. Tucking on in to a fabulous feast. Munching on food like a ravenous beast. And when it's all over, no sound except whales. It's a bad food hangover as weight tips the scales. So I quickly go into a state of regret. Let he, without sin, eat up all the ket. Still every dark cloud is a silver lining. And I'll shout it out loud. I'm not done yet with dining. The seas freeze, turns my shins to iron. On stilts, I'll push one hip forward. Suck in the horizon's sun, insist the light in the ripple says warm in winter Sunderland. Coal-peppered sand, formica kelp cabled along the shoreline, sea glass the colour of a mint ninety-nine. My numb souls walk the sea floor, and the million stones rounded by years of labour and pummel. Sing the ballad of shipwrights or dockers, sing of netties, tin baths and stotties. Sing of the end of the production line, as if loss could be smooth as pub nostalgia. My quiet shutdown had no song, like the grind of the closing gates, or pit wheels screeched mid-run. I come without my pearl, my unborn one, yet here I am electrified, a tiny pylon and a slap of current, crying up to the pebble sky, Mother Sea, short these circuits, Spit me out at the edge of some newborn city. Stephen McGowan, Class We are not working class. She says loudly and with intense 
disdain, as if I'd compared us to the Dickensian poor, dressed in dirty rags and fingerless gloves. So, my granddad worked down a mine, my dad worked in a factory. Neither of you have had any qualifications, and we live in a mining village, and my dad drinks almost exclusively in a working man's club. No women at the bar, please. And he's lived his whole life in this same village in which he's born. But we're not working class. We are not working class, my mum says with horror and a little bit of pride. Like a real-life hyacinth bouquet sans the silly hats and vomit-inducing floral dress. So what are we then? I press, and looking back, this may be where my fractured sense of self and regional belonging began to manifest. We are middle class, she says with finality, and a slight smile. The capital letters slowly slide into place. I consider this for a moment and then silently insert lower into the front to make them seem a bit more palatable. Surrendering the point, I leave to visit someone or go somewhere and on the way out I pass the embroidered sign that's a constant feature on our front porch. A spotless house is the sign of a wasted life. It says without a hint of irony. For the house behind me is beyond clean. My name's Alistair Robinson, and I'm going to read a poem called The Tyneside Type. It's from my latest collection, As Blind as Rain, published by Red Squirrel Press. The poem was inspired by a quote I found in a book called Northumberland by Herbert L. Honeyman, published in 1949 in the County Book Series. Mr. Honeyman made the extraordinary claim that it was possible to identify a Tyneside type, uh, which was a, a rather small, wiry kind of man who has a straight nose, rather sharp features, dark hair and a good chin. I thought this was ludicrous um, and was inspired, I just thought it was a lovely idea that in the Tyneside of the early 1950s there were all these people wandering around, all these men who looked exactly alike. Back at the turn of the 1950s, it was hard to tell who was who. I was always confusing me da with me uncles George, Bill, Dave and Sam, and all of them were identical to Mr Brown next door, Mr Stevenson two doors up, me friend Peter Stad at number 72, the bloke at the greengrocers, that man who was an inspector on the buses, and army school teachers, except for those that had come from London or Liverpool or Middlesbrough. You had to rely on smell. I knew me da because he smelt of rusty bicycles, and Mr Metcalf, me form teacher, who was from Wild's End, had a kind of aniseedy tang. If it wasn't for that, I would have called him Dad. They were all proud of their good chins. You'd see them admiring them in shop windows and getting them polished at the barbers, and you could have peeled an apple on their cheekbones or opened a tin of condensed milk with their noses. None of the blokes was very tall, but there wasn't an ounce of fat on them. They looked like they were made of flex. Once... We went to Birmingham, and all the men there were the same as each other as well. Every one of them was five foot eight, had really prominent elbows, and walked with a bit of a limp. And my friend had been to Norwich, and he said that all the men there were really tall and had curly hair. There used to be a Frenchman who came round the hooser selling onions from his bike. He wore a stripy t-shirt and a beret. 
They said the only reason he came to England was so that he could stand out from the crowd. This poem is called Hurry. When I was a kid, there were women who scuttled along like blackbirds under a hedge. I imagined they had once been promising athletes, but had been stifled by matrimony and hardcore domesticity. They kept to the pavement's inside track, where possible using a verge and tucking in under garden walls to cut down on aerodynamic drag. They hugged their purses to their chests and never quite broke into a jog. They were desperate to reach the shops before perhaps the potato ran out. They were constrained to produce heavy noontime dinners, not lunch. They were anxious to get the washing in before it rained. Now you find them, liberated by widowhood, and anchored lightly by West Highland Terriers. But old habits die hard. They get twitchy when their dogs pause to poop, are tempted to pick them up and run. Thanks for listening to the Kinging Podcast. If you'd like to see the live show, sign up for an open mic, or contribute to a future episode of this podcast, you'll find us at Poprex every month. In February, we'll be meeting on Wednesday the 8th, from 6 till 9 at Pop Rex in Sunderland. In the meantime, you can find us at King Inc. Spoken Word on Facebook, at King underscore Inc. underscore Poets on Twitter, and at King underscore Inc. underscore Spoken underscore Word on Instagram. King Inc. was produced by James Whitman with contributions from Helen Wilco, Aaron Wright, Liz Dean, Stephen McGowan and Alistair Robinson. <laughs> <laughs>